What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I'm Mike Stadler. Mike, you got a couple good questions over there? I do, there? I do, I do, I do. What do you got? So, I've had a couple guys talk to me about uh, hunting ridges. Because mm. we hunt, we both hunt ridges. Yep. Uh, thermals, morning sits, night sits, entrances, exits. What do we do? We hunt high in the mornings and low in the evenings. Alright, check. Sounds good. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Oh. You guys got that? <laughs> you got that? <laughs> <laughs> this is the biggest thing that we do on our ridges. Um, I have a ridge. Um, obviously runs the length of my property. Um, and it's actually one of the highest points in the county. Yeah. Um, we have several stands set up on it on almost absolute top of the ridge, I call it. So uh, we have stands absolute top. I have seven stands um, top side of the ridge. So all of those stands are morning hunts. Yep, 100%. That's, that's when we hunt those. Uh, morning thermals are always rising. Yep. So those stands are good till 9.30, maybe 10 o'clock. And you gotta get out of there because then your true wind sets in, thermal settle back down. Um, all of them are in between bedding and food, so that's that's when we hunt those. Yeah, but people are gonna say, well, Mike, what about if the wind direction blows it off the edge? Do you still want to stay in that stand? No, not really. Because it's you're up, you're at a high point. Your scent has to drop down in somewhere. And we also know if those deer aren't there by that time period, they're not coming. Yeah, they're anymore. not coming. You know, our, our stands are set up. We talk about it all the time. East-west movement, yep. which is how these stands are set. Um, now, I'm not saying that all those stands we don't hunt in the evening because we have a few of them that are on a food plot. Yes. That we will hunt there on the edges of the food plot. And that's where, <clears throat> when, he's, when you're talking about that part of it, that's where the predominant wind direction, whatever it is yeah, that day, comes into play. Comes into play in the stand, yes, and or then, for the night. And then those stands are set up, you know, tell them how you, we set it up around that food plot, the picnic plot. Yeah, so basically we opened up that um, that campsite plot. You guys all saw we did that over last winter and then finished it up here this spring and summer. And uh, we put two more stand locations in there. Uh, we have an east location, a west location, and yep. then we have a, a north stand actually, yes. on the north side of the plot. So uh, the north side of the plot is mostly going to be, you crawl on that in the morning. Um, you can hunt it at night, you got to be careful if you're going to hunt that one at night, um, unless you got a perfect wind because you do have bedding, you know, straight off to your west. Yep. Um, but if you have a perfect northwest wind in that stand, you can hunt that stand in the morning. In the afternoon, yep, it's just going to blow you off over the ridge where nothing beds there, right? On that side coming in, you know, those other ones um, are set up to hunt pretty much no matter what our wind's going to be, right? And the locations of them are perfect for that. Yeah, uh, the the one on the west end with a north or west wind blows you up and over out over our cornfield. Yep, completely away from the bedding. Completely away from most of their not yeah. all deer movement. There's no really no movement there at all on that side. So and then you're up high yeah. enough anyway. Yeah. And so you're high, so you can hunt that at night. Yeah. Um, the other stand 
Um, very similar. Yep. Even with a northwest wind, you could hunt that stand if you wanted to, too. It just depends what side of the plot you want to sit on. Yep. Because uh, it's going to blow you basically the same area. 100%. Um, so we don't like to hunt them in the morning, so Carl's got some stands up on his ridge. You know, because his is up high, too. Yeah. We've done some stuff lately. You guys seen Mike and I put in a couple bedding areas, one in particular spot off the point. Uh, we took down quite a few trees last year. Um, there was a mock right on one of the logging roads. I actually didn't have a ton of my big deer on it last year, but the three or four years before that, we had all of our big deer move through there. Uh, improving that bedding area has improved the deer movement and helped promote the east-west movement. We actually took the stand location. There's one up high, um, probably 25, 30 yards up the ridge from that logging road. Uh, but you can't cover the water hole and the new mock scrape that we put in. We actually moved because we've seen a lot of deer movement below that stand location last year. We put a mock down low and a water hole down low. And then we actually put our stand location even lower than that. It's actually, what, 15 yards off the tree line? Yeah. And it makes it easier for us to get in and out. With a morning hunt, your scent goes straight up and out of the way. It'd be a tough hunt with a north yeah. if it was heavy. And it's it's too hard to get up in there any higher than we are. Right. We really shouldn't be in there, that's why we're not. Yeah, you're educating the deer going in there. Um, and if you have to try and transition to an upper stand, you're hard pressed, you're actually walking through some of the bedding areas to the west of that. And we see that as a problem, so we've pretty much eliminated that. Um, that particular stand location will be great for the evenings also, because we can come in through the, the uh, successional growth down below and sneak right into that stand. We have a trail right to it from the bottom side. And in the evenings, you're gonna get that downdraft that carries your scent out away from any of the deer movement that'll be happening directly in front of you for the water hole and the mock scrape. Our cameras have shown a lot of movement lately. Um, so that means to me that that's a win. We'll see how that one works out. But that's gonna be a good spot. I think one of us is gonna kill a good deer right there this year. <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know, I just, I've had guys tell me, you know, they hunt those stands at night and stuff like that too, you just gotta be pretty careful. Yeah. Yeah, where you're going in and out of those ridge sets, you know, and you can watch anybody, they're gonna tell you about thermals and they're gonna talk about them. Yeah. Um, and it's a big deal, you know, to stay out of there. Uh, you know, like I said, we'll go into them in the morning for certain sets yep. on my property, on Carl's property. Um, we're not even looking at those stands at night. It, uh, no. We're just not gonna do it, you know. Um, Hill country hunting is tough. It's tough for everybody. You got you have to understand your airflow. Um, think of air flowing like a, I guess the best way I've thought about it. It's like it flows like a river and how it moves around the hillsides. If, we, if you've got like a point that comes out in your, let's just say your ridge is east-west and everybody, you're sitting on that point, but the wind's coming directly from the west, it has to flow around that. Well, now that your air is, flowing around your stand location, taking your scent and moving it back over into that bowl. And it's swirling over in that bowl 200 yards away. So you're educating all the deer to the west of you. And that could be one of your best bedding areas. People don't take, it might be great for where you're sitting, but are you educating the deer east, west, north, south of you, depending on how your property lays out? You do not ever want scent blowing into a bedding area. Right. So, yeah, and it's, you know, especially the way the winds have been the last several years late. 
Yeah, it's been a lot of south winds. We've had east winds. I mean, so it's goofy stuff. Uh, you know, normally we stay out. Yeah. Just don't go in. I mean, we have some stands. We have stands we can hunt on east winds. Yep. You know, south stuff. Eh, yeah. Not a lot of that because to get to a stand like that, you got to go through everything else. Yeah. So usually there's nothing there. If there's a south south wind for us. Both of us probably don't hunt. We might hunt in the morning early as the as the thermals are going up, but we do not hunt uh, too much uh, in our prime areas with a south wind because our our properties are not set up for that. And then the evenings you get that downdraft and uh, it's going to move your scent where you definitely don't want it, at least for us. That's how our properties are laid out. So south winds can be somewhat of a pain in the butt for most of our property. Yeah. But I guess that's kind of thermals and how we look at them. Yeah. You know, they're, they're remember in the morning they're rising, in the evening they're falling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're always wanting entrances and exits to your stands anyway. So that, and that is the same with a ridge. You know, Mike, I think some people don't, you know, we used to go to the extreme sometimes. I would take, the one other thing I wanted to add is, is the smoke bomb test mm -hmm. you know this time of year well it's a little late for it but like midsummer, yeah. if you know you're having like a small cold front comes through and you know you're going to have that thermal drop go up into one of your tree stands light a smoke bomb and don't start to place on fire yeah. but light a smoke bomb and then watch the watch the uh, smoke and see where it yeah, goes what it does. you might be surprised yeah yeah, you might be surprised, like it goes down 30 yards, you're thinking, oh, I'm perfect, and all of a sudden it swirls back and heads right back up the ridge. Yep. And that's a no-win situation for you. You know, but I guess that's kind of how we look at it. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate the question. Uh, if you guys get a chance, remember to subscribe to the channel. Hit the Reaper in the lower right-hand corner. We'd appreciate that. If you want to listen to the podcast... You can listen to us on iHeart, Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Apple, RSS.com, and Amazon. You can always check out our pretty faces right here on YouTube. Yeah, buddy. We appreciate each and every one of you. See you later.